Welcome to Power Play for a Ranger Review Podcast. Here's some of you live from the Ranger Room and Mammoth King Studios in beautiful Las Vegas, Nevada. My name is Dan. I'm Freddie. And today we're going to bring you a big sweaty pile of Power Rangers. Yes. Um, we're coming to the end of Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Yeah. After this, there's only going to be two episodes of the PP. The PP Laythrow. The PP Laythrow. <laughs> and uh, that laying down thing wasn't working for you? No. <laughs> not in this chair. <laughs> not at all. <laughs> all right. So, Freddie was trying a new recording style where he lays down. Not in this chair. Um, two more episodes of the PP Laythrow Mighty Morphin Edition, and then we'll move on to Alien Rangers. Yeah. While still covering Kaku Ranger, because there's a lot more Yeah, episodes. we still got something to go for that. Yeah. A lot more episodes of Kaku Ranger than there were of Power Rangers. Yes. So, let's get started with Rita's Pita, which originally aired November 11th, 1995, written by Jackie Marchand, directed by Terrence H. Winkless. You're on Winkless Week. It is a Winkless Week. At the Power Rangers episode of P.P. Lather. (laughs) (laughs) It is a Winkless Week. I have gotten a record amount of... Or a record-breaking amount of no sleep. Yeah, yeah. I think that I think that's coherent enough of a of a statement. How little sleep would you say you've gotten this week? Monday. So when I dropped you off Sunday night, mm-hmm. what time did you go to bed? What time did I go to bed Sunday night? <laughs> Last week I dropped you off kind of early, like yeah, yeah. That wasn't too bad actually. But I still, I think I, like, tried to go to bed early, and then I woke up at, like, 2 a.m., mm-hmm. and then, okay, just kept going. Monday. Monday. Uh, we're going to go for, Monday into Tuesday, we're going to go for uh, four four hours, four okay. or five hours. Okay. About the same for Any naps Tuesday and Wednesday. No. I don't, I'm not a very good nap taker. Yeah? You yeah. just take a sleep. If I, yeah. If I take a nap, I take a sleep. Mm, if, I go, okay. if, I, if I try to take a nap, that's that's just gonna end up somewhere in the, in anywhere from five to sixteen hours. You know. Five to six. <laughs> that's I have not slept sixteen hours since I've that time I almost killed myself with a corn dog. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm just saying that's like I'm terrible, terrible at taking naps. They just don't really function for me. All right. Yeah. Yeah, I slept. Probably about four and a half a night. Mm-hmm. It's average. Yeah, yeah. But it's so what I do. So here we are on Winkless Week. Yeah. Uh, so this episode begins with Tommy teaching a little boy karate. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're getting a lot of height see-us. And Tommy stops a, a kick right before it hits his chest. And he's like, no, extend your leg to get as much power as possible. He got you. Yeah. Ernie <laughs> shows up. He's like, you guys have been working out a long time, so I guess it's time for a meal. You've yep. been using my juice bar for a long time and not spending any money. So so what you going to get? Yeah, Tommy orders a, like, veggie pita and a, and like a, a smoothie. A fruit smoothie. Ask the kid. Kid's like, yeah, double Onion cheese. Onion rings, double cheese, extra beef. Make it a hefty boy and get me some chipkin nubbins. Yeah. And he has, like, like, a shake, too. Yeah. And Tommy just shames the fuck out of this kid. Yeah. Hey, man. What do you eat makes a big difference about how you feel, so treat it res- with respect, and you'll never regret it. And he's like, yeah. 
Uh, okay, I guess I'll have the same thing. Whatever. Ernie's like, all right, I guess I'll get you two $2 specials. Well, maybe they're like the most expensive thing on the meal it's on, a, on the menu because he doesn't order many veggies, so, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so he doesn't get a good discount on them. Yeah, I think this is probably like the most expensive thing you can get at Ernie's is something like a veggie pita. And man, if this isn't the most relatable feelings episode, because Rita's like, I can't believe it. He's gonna eat a veggie pita. I can't. I'm so tired of that Mr. Perfect and his preachy platitudes and yeah. his long hair yeah. and everything. This is great. Because, like, Rita yeah. is standing on one end of the, the like throne room with, with Rito and Goldar and Zed are on the other end. Yeah. And they're kind of just, like, yelling at each other. Also, there were some... They it looked like everyone got some, like, the, the costumes were... More vibrant. So, yeah. like, Rita got a new dress, some new paint on all of her, like, armor bits. Rito, he got some... Dark camo paint on him. Yeah. Zed's bright red. Yeah. Goldar's blue is more vibrant. Everybody yes. got a new coat. Got freshened up. Yeah. So they're like standing across from each other. And um, Finster, get in here. Where's my new monster? And they're like, oh, we got him. Yeah. Don't worry. I'm getting the finishing touches on him. Yeah. The monster in this, who is a. Uh, well, like, we don't. We, we don't see the monster just yet. Rita's telling Finster to hurry it up. We want that shit. <laughs> and, uh, like, oh, is he going to be uglier than Rito? Because yeah. he's ugly. And yeah. <laughs> it's like, no, come on. Yeah. We got good plans. Like, don't worry. We're going to attack Tommy from the inside out. Um, in that little, like, gated community they've been using a lot for yeah. just just for, uh, for scenery, uh, we have um, Catherine. New new Pink Ranger Catherine walking with Billy and Adam, and she's kind of just talking about this is like maybe the next day. I don't know. Well, we got a new intro video too. Yeah, that we was got a new very intro. much showcasing Catherine. Catherine front and center, showing like in a showing Kimberly handing over the coin, showing Catherine on the shark cycle, just all Pink Ranger stuff. Yeah, turning the, from a cat into a woman. Yeah, they showed that too. So it's kind of like the intro had its own little recap for anyone that is unf that didn't watch the new shade of pink yeah different shade of pink um but she's walking with adam and billy so this is like the next week or something because there's been no monster action in between because Catherine's talking about she's like how she has anxiety about, about the communicator about the communicator going off and she has to go jump into it and adam adam's like yeah i was the same way but don't worry you just you get used to it yeah it <laughs> only rings once a week <laughs> so we're all good at the at the uh at at the juice bar Bulk and Skull are taking their lunch. Skull orders the indigestion inducer. Yes. Ernie goes, are you sure? Yeah. He's like, and Bulk goes, do you know what you're doing, man? Yeah. Are you sure you want this? And he, Skull goes, bring it forth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. Even as Bulk does like a, he does like a, like a dramatic Come read. Come on, man. He does a dramatic read. And Did you, like, do you know what you've done? <laughs> like that kind of thing. Um, across from them at the table is Rocky, Aisha, Tommy, and Tommy's student. Yeah. And, uh, we see what exactly... Tommy throws some shade. He's like, see, you don't want to order that. Yeah. Because Ernie brings out the indigestion inducer. Fuck off, Tommy. And it's two burgers. <laughs> it's like two burgers on, on a hoagie roll. On, I, was, I was like, I was trying to figure out what it was, because it kind of looked like... A French bread pizza 
with two burgers on top. That actually is probably what it is, and it's served on a pile of loose chips, (laughs) Twinkies, it is like snowballs. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is just like a uncooked hot dogs are all over it. It's kind of like a trough of like AM PM. You know, like it's. It's the AM, PM scrapings. It's all the unused 7-Eleven points. Yeah, yeah. Like, it is <laughs> <laughs> just full of it. It is on, like, a bedding of 3 a.m. convenience store. Yeah. It just... Dinery. <laughs> just a, all served in a puddle of melted cheese. Yeah. That <laughs> tastes just like the color orange. <laughs> Not cheese. So uh, back at the palace, Rita calls Finster and says, let's meet my monster. The hungry boy. <laughs> or the hefty boy, depending. Yeah. And uh, it's Hungry Bogart from Kaku Ranger. Yeah. Our whole, yeah. Awesome. Awesome. I love, like, he's one of my favorite designs so far we've encountered in Kaku Ranger. So I was happy to see him in this. I don't remember it at all. But then again, I don't remember much from season three. Because if I did, I would have realized that it was the best season out of Mighty Morphin. Yeah. But um, when they're talking about this plan... We jumped, like, we cut to Catherine, who's hearing, like, this, not, like, verbatim what they're saying, but they hear, like, this Rita chant, yeah. kind of, like, in her head, this echo, weird, nightmarish Attack echo. Tommy from the inside Attack out. Tommy from the inside, like, repeating. And she's, like, having a headache as it's happening, and she's like, oh, no, they're going to attack Tommy from the inside. Zed, fortunately, being the good boo, watches this, and lets Rita know, he's like, hey. Well, we skipped over the whole plan. Because Rita explains that it's the exact plan from Kaku Ranger. They're going to shrink him down, put him in Tommy's food, Make him and he's going to yeah. be insatiably hungry. Yes, for the bing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Zed's watching this the whole time with Catherine's getting the, 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 these weird echo migraines. And he lets Rita know that, like, uh, your, your former cat friend... Cat friend. We can't cat talk about you can't Catherine. come up with any plans. Yeah, because yeah, she can hear them. Finster explains what's going on. Is like, oh yeah, your spell kind of gave you like a latent connection with her. That's it's kind of just like a residue. It just this it'll is, wear off. Yeah. <laughs> but this is what's going on right now. Yeah. So I was like, all right, fuck that bitch. Here's some tangus. They send tangus down to fight Catherine in the gated community. Catherine transforms for the first time into her ninja. And she is surprised that she has access to the ninja powers. Yeah, she's uh, having a good time. It's like kind of like a just her. She's Star Kidding, as in like that scene in Star Kid, and when when he's like testing out the suit in yeah. the junkyard and jumping around and stuff like that. Surprised with his own abilities. That's what's going on here. Um, she's not doing ninja bullshit. She's just kind of fighting because she yeah, doesn't she know how to ninja bullshit yet. Yeah, she doesn't. Uh, she doesn't realize the plethora of ninja. She doesn't realize that she can shrink tengas <laughs> and crush them in her palm, or just yes, merge with a tree. Yeah, jump out of a body of water completely dry. You know, just all the kind of all the kind of things we've seen so far. She she's just getting used to it. So we'll. I'm, We'll see if she does her own ninja nonsense later on. Yeah, at the juice bar, Ernie with a disgusted look on his face serves up two veggie pitas, <laughs> two smoothies. And oh, uh, there's a good line here. Hungry there's Bogart. He pops up on the plate. Yeah, he says, "I don't." 
He says, what is my life? Got to get eaten by this you, guy. No, he's like, this. he's like, no, I got to disguise myself as a pickle so I can get swallowed by a dude. <laughs> That's what he says. Like it's like swallowed by a guy, swallowed by a dude. He says, "I gotta, I gotta become a pickle so I can get swallowed by a dude." Yeah. He jumps into the pita. He, uh, Tommy takes a bite, swallows him. He that means Tommy swallowed a whole pickle. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> He's inside him doing his his uh, like uh, whatever bullshit. Low in like. He's he's tapeworming. He's in there eating all his food, making sure that he stays hungry. Yeah. Tommy takes a bite. Like, he says, man, I'm so – He takes – after after he's, like, chews and swallows in the guys in him and he starts making them hungry, Tommy's like, man, I don't know what's wrong with me. I'm so hungry now. And then he looks down at his, like, veggie pita, gives, like, a disgusted kind of sneer, pushes it away, looks over, sees the bedding of AMPM AMPM cracklings yeah. on, on, on uh, Skull's plate. He's like, you going to finish that? Before Skull can respond, he steals it, and he starts eating it. <laughs> and Skull goes, my word. Yeah, he's just, just chomping on a, on a Twinkie. And then we get the line of the episode. His student is watching him. He's like, man, I can't believe I looked up to you. And just, just walks off. Yeah. Like, just leaves. <laughs> and we, we're sitting here going, same. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's some fucking truth. <laughs> can't believe I looked up to you, man. <laughs> but, uh... Here's the best part of it. Skull goes, I can't believe this. I'm out. Skull doesn't pay for his meal. He leaves Tommy to pay for the meal. Yeah. And Bulk and Skull, have, they got business anyway. They got the stuff to attend The junior bake sale. Yeah. The, the police uh, benefit whatever shit. They're, they got to attend to a table in the hallway of the school. Yes. That's where they go. Uh, Catherine finishes up the fight with the Tengus while yeah. Tommy proceeds to try and kill himself with all the... With all the, the the garbage, the student comes back and he goes, "I can't believe your lies. You're such a liar." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, I ate a veggie pita for you. <laughs> yeah, I was like, yeah. The kid was like looking at him. I was like, I could have had myself like a double cheeseburger, rings, a shake for four dollars. Yeah. Instead, I paid twelve ninety nine. Get for a veggie a, pita. Yeah. For, for this is the only thing Ernie charges for here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I could have got a whipped cream plate. <laughs> yeah, I could have got a whipped cream plate. Had myself a good lunch. The rest of the Rangers witness this horrendous, <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, gluttonous act of Tommy. And this is like the real JDF coming out because he's clowning, like, the whole time during yeah. this. Making, like, different facial expressions and, and, like, noises and stuff like this. This is some real uh, little stinker JDF on set shit. Yeah. Uh Billy comes up and he's like, should we have Alpha check you out? And he goes, there's nothing wrong with me. And then he shoves a whole raw hot dog into his mouth. So the Rangers are like, we can't be around this. We can't watch this. <laughs> Rocky comes up and he's like, y'all never stop me. <laughs> yeah, he like, goes, I <laughs> eat like that every day. Yeah. <laughs> y'all always say, and they go, yeah, but with you it's funny because we know what you're going to turn into. <laughs> yeah, and he goes, I'm going to look the same for the rest of my life. My face is going to get a little older, but I'm going to look exactly the same. Yeah. Can you say the same? Yeah, Adam. He goes, yeah, I can. Yeah, I can also say I'm going to stay relevant. Yeah. Oh shit, that's a pretty sick burn in that. Nah, little. Steve comes back. Well, uh, he doesn't have any lines when he comes back, but he comes back. He comes back, and he uses the Tyranno sword, Steve. Mm -hmm. I think you would. I think you'd be a little more educated on Steve, the man Steve that shares your name. Steve can get a little. Uh, he can get a little bit of 
slack on the comes back for the uh, the Ninja Steel episode because yeah. that wasn't out yet. <laughs> That's true. That's true. But yeah, the so Rangers they... go to the command center and they're like, "Hey, something's wrong with Tommy. He won't stop eating." Yeah. And uh, like, okay, well, let's look at him. All I see is Tommy. Let's do the X-ray. Yeah. Oh, we got a monster in his belly. There's a monster in his belly. They're like, well, let's bring him here. Let's get it out of here. He's like, no, I'm not bringing a monster to command center. That's what Rita wants. Yeah. Teleport Tommy here with a monster in his belly, and then he can k- pop out and destroy everything. So you got to deal with this outside of the command center. Yeah. How are they going to deal with it? Well, the Rangers go back, and they're like, Tommy, you got to – where's Tommy? Where's Tommy? He's like, oh, you mean Hurricane Tommy? After he ate all of my stock, he took off. In the in the school, in the hallway – Bulk and Skull are tending to their table, and so we hear that, all right, this is all for for a benefit. Yeah. Whatever they don't sell, though, they're going to eat. It's theirs. That's what Bulk said. Yeah. So it was like, so if we can kind of push people off from buying these cakes and pies and cookies. We can eat all of it. <laughs> doesn't that sound like a plan, Skull? Skull's like, yes, let's make it look unappealing. And they just bring out fish. Yeah, they, they put just fish got fish on everything. They just got fish on hand that they just put on stuff. A lady comes up. It's like, oh, what's that pie? And it's like, oh, that's my grandma's uh, catfish and custard surprise. And like, Ooh. okay, what about that one? And uh, Skull's like, that's uh, that's my grandma's. That's a salty sardine with a f- flocky lemon crust. Yeah. <laughs> so she's out. She's like, fuck this. She yeah, leaves. Like, In comes Tommy, who's... Like he pulls out a wad of cash and he just starts eating well, first, shit. Yeah, off yeah. The first, table. first he starts eating and Bulk's like, "You gotta pay for this." And that's yeah. He brings out this like sweaty wad, <laughs> sweaty wad of like ones and fives. Yeah, and just starts tossing it at them. And the skull's like, "Keep it coming. Come on, <laughs> just keep." It. You gotta pay for that one now. Yeah. All right, now that one. The Rangers show up and they're like, "All right, Tommy, yeah. enough. You gotta come with us." And he's like, "But I'm so." You mean there's a monster inside of me? Billy Billy goes into dad mode here, which is fucking awesome. Billy just hooks it's, his arm. And he's like, it's serious. And he pulls them away. Yeah. They go to the park. They let them know what's happening. There's a monster in you. It's like, we got an idea. Uh, Rocky and Aisha go over to like this, this like ice cream truck. Yeah. Rocky goes, my usual. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Aisha says, give us the biggest Sunday you can do. Like, give like, give us the biggest Sunday you can make. So, biggest one, you got it. Next scene, cartoonish bucket. It's a what would you do style size of ice cream. Mm. If you're familiar with that Mark Summers vehicle, what would you do? Eat it. Did you ever want to ride the roller coaster? The what would you do pie coaster? Or I sit mean, in the pie I'm, chair? I would like to sit in the pie chair. Yeah? Yeah. Which one? The one where it's like the wash, where you spin around, or the one where you sit there and the robot arms throw pies at you? Just sit there. I don't want to be spun around. <laughs> you don't want to be spun around? What? Well, <laughs> just hoses shoot whipped cream all over you? <laughs> I think I want to sit there. Live uh, your grossest bukkake uh, fantasy? I think I want to sit there and just yeah have the, <laughs> the pies heaved at me. <laughs> I don't know. But it just, that, there's a, that was my... My neat, that was my, like, my real take. That's the one I would want. That was the first thing that came to my mind. I would like to have the pies hurled at me. Would you sit there with your mouth open? Probably, right? I don't know. I would do the pie coaster for sure. Okay. I mean, probably, yeah, probably sit there with your mouth open. Have yourself a good time. 
Yeah, I don't want to be hit with the pies. I want it to feel like... Have you ever ridden a roller coaster in the rain? Can't say that I have. Okay. Can't well, say I have. I mean, the roller coasters... I actually haven't rent Like, I rode, like, um... The Mummy, like, six times. Indoor. <laughs> yeah, that's an indoor... Yeah, but, yeah the road... Yeah, we were there... You were there for that. <laughs> yeah. Rode the Mummy a bunch. But that's indoor. Uh... Everything at Universal's indoor. Rode the Adventure Dome. That's indoor. Mm-hmm. A Canyon Blaster, I think it's called, or something like yes. that. Um, rode the speed roller coaster at Sahara, the, which uh, was mostly outdoor. Mostly indoor. Which, like, I mean, I would say mostly indoor just because you're outside for a total of maybe 20 seconds or so because that thing's so fucking fast and then you're back in. Yeah. Uh, never, dur- never in the rain, though. And... Oh, and um, out there at a at a state line. Um, oh, Buffalo Bill. Buffalo Bill. Yes, that's an outdoor. That one's outdoor, but it, we did that in the middle of the day. So. You don't need to worry about the rain with that one. That one will break your neck. Yeah, that that way. thing's that's a gnarly coaster. Never got to ride one in the rain. Well, riding one in the rain feels like you're being stabbed by little knives. Cool. And I feel like it would be the opposite of that if you're going through a bunch of whipped cream pies. Mm-hmm. I feel like it would. It would feel like an intense pillow fight. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, I can see that. So, hmm. pie coaster. Pie coaster. I want some pie, honestly. Pie coaster. Marie Callender's after the recording. <laughs> um, so, they bring up this bucket of ice cream, make-believe fruit, and, and whipped cream. Yeah. And Tommy has to be held back. Because he just, he goes mouth first at it. And they're like, no, Tommy, you have to hold it back. You need to make the monster want it so it it'll come a, out. It's a Kaku Ranger plot. Yeah. yeah. I, 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 dig, I, I dug it that they just pretty much adhered to it. Except for it wasn't in pursuit of vagina. It was in pursuit of more food. <laughs> yeah. So it drives out hung, uh, Hungry Bogart. Yeah. Who, that's actually, never mind, never mind. What? Never mind, never mind, never mind. Never mind. Well, it's just like there's a lot of layers to that. To the hungry Bogart. Because he looks like Terry Bogart. Terry Bogart. Yeah. But, but he's uh, got a cool hat that says hungry. Yeah, but it's also like the... the uh, Was he an actor? Yeah. Hungry... Or, uh, God damn it. Uh, Henry Bogart. Henry Bogart. Yeah. Yeah, that was an actor, right? Yeah. So I'm just saying there's some layers to that. I don't know. That's neat. I don't know, Dan. I, that's why. That's I'm why not, I stopped I'm myself. Not, I'm not. I'm not shaming you. That's why I stopped myself. Did it seem like I was shaming you? No, I didn't feel like you shaming me. Like, but I didn't want to explain myself because my thoughts weren't fully formed. Because my brain isn't. Um, it, it, my brain ain't be that way. <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, once hungry shows up. Once hungry, how he gets here. Yeah. Uh, well, Hungry Howie's ha- having a special two-day for Cinco de Mayo. We don't even have a Hungry Howie's out here. Yeah, we do. Where? There's one uh, right there on fucking um, Vegas Valley in uh, Nellis. That's a Hungry Howie's? Yeah. That's the place that's pizza and lobster? No, 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 no. That's, that's, uh, that's Lake Mead and... That's happy something. That's like happy pizza. Happy's pizza. Uh-huh. No, there's a Hungry Howie's on Vegas Valley and Nellis. Right there. Um, what else is there? There's a fat burger in that same parking lot. There's an outside fat burger? 
outside Fatbergs? I've only seen Fatbergers in the hotels. Yeah, there's a couple outside because there's a fat there's outside Fatburger on um, Sunset and what is that Green Valley? I don't know. Right, right there next to the Seas Candy. Really? Yeah, right there next to uh, uh, across the street from the Galaxy. Really? Yeah, there's there's an outdoor fat burger. Well, I mean outdoor as in uh, a uh, a standalone standalone burger. fat burger. Yes, it's like a, that weird standalone hot dog on a stick that used to be around. Who you fooling? You know, it's like getting getting them all. Get out of here. <laughs> I can't be driving down the street and see hot dog on a stick and not crash my car. What the fuck? Like what? Like that's not a place that I can just. That's like strictly like purely mall food. I feel like after a hard day shopping, mm-hmm. you can feel okay eating a cheese dipped in batter. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I feel like you can't be driving home from picking your kids up from soccer practice and just be like, you know what? I can use a fried cheese and a hornily stomped lemonade. Mm-hmm. Why don't they do uh, cheese-dipped batter? Why don't you have a batter core with a cheese exterior? I feel like that's gross. Is it? Yeah. Is it? Wait, you can do that. What... How what's the, what kind of technology we need to do a uh, inverse hot uh, inverse corn dog? Well, because the cheese melts, we can't have the cheese on the outside. No, no, no. Like there's, you put it in the reverse microwave, the coldinator, the coldinator. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> put it in the reverse microwave, and then like uh, then you can heat it up again to that point. In what world is there a reverse microwave? For you? There's a thing. There's a reverse microwave. It's a uh, yeah, like it's, it's called it's a freezer. <laughs> it's like a flash freezer kind of thing. Like not flash, but like it's it's like the it's blast like chiller, something like that. There's a reverse microwave. You put it in there. Like I think it's on like cooking shows and stuff like that. Put it on like just for a second, and then you got it cold. You know? um, I think you could do that, and then like have them ready, and then you like. Yeah, I mean, these are things that can't last more than a day. Like this, you make them that day, you sell them that day. Any leftover, like they have to be thrown out. Someone has to take them. I don't think this is a a um. I don't think this is a meal that can that'll keep. I don't think it's a meal. <laughs> well, I mean, it's not a meal by like health standards, <laughs> but I don't think this is something that. I think can it's keep. a death sentence. I don't think this is something to keep. But if you have. The inverted cheese on a stick, so you have a crunchy, crispy, battery core, and then you have a chewy, gooey, cheesy exterior, right? And like, so you you reverse microwave it. You you do it. You like you get the batter, dip in cheese, thick thick cheese, freeze it, right? Or you you reverse microwave it, and then you go for another layer of cheese because you got to build it up a little bit. Reverse microwave. And then another one. I would say like three layers at most. You could probably you could probably ask for another layer if you want, but then you have to sign a waiver. <laughs> and then uh but yeah, then you keep them and then when they, they order them, like and then you just like you know, you put it in the regular microwave, just get a little get the consistency. Uh I don't, I don't know, man. I don't want that getting hot on my hand. That's a lawsuit. 
What? No, 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 no. I don't want to get hot. No, 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 no. There'll be like a wrist guard on the stick. There'll be like like a sword. It'll be like a wrist guard on the stick that like comes out about this far. So if it drip any of the cheese, it don't drip on your nucks. <laughs> Why? <you? laughs> I don't know, man. I think that's I it. I think TM, TM, TM needs to be said because I think that's a good idea. Good luck. <laughs> like I think that's a good idea. That's a good venture. Good if luck. you have the wrist guard on the stick, the cheese meltdown. Oh, it's a cone. It's a cone. <laughs> it's a cone wrist guard, so it flares up. You like, it I, flares out. You know what I like about hot dog on a stick? Huh. Is that it's a muscle beach original. And what you're talking about <laughs> is called... <laughs> <laughs> Yours is like Flabber Island original <laughs> cheese cone. <laughs> Cheese on a cone. We both we both had to shave to talk about this. <laughs> <It's just laughs> they get into get into this element, oh. and I can't condone this. Yeah. It's a cone on the stick part, so it goes up. The so the cheese just pulls. The cheese just pulls in the cone. The stick needs to be. The stick gone. is gonna be like you're gonna be paying about like. Like eight cents more on the manufacturer. Let's let's be real. But it can be done. The stick is done at this point. You basically have a waffle, like a savory waffle. That you I'm listening. You basically get a savory waffle, and that's your cone. And then you put the cheese on top like an ice cream, and then as it melts, it fills the cone, and then you eat it like a crepe. Okay. All right. You may have you may have you may have done something there. <laughs> <laughs> TM, 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 TM. <laughs> Cheese crap. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm not going to eat it, and I'm not going to condone eating it. You're going you to need it. to sign a waiver, but you, yeah. Yeah, but the crap. You can sell it, though. Yeah. Like, if that's the fucking case, if that's the case there, you can, like, forego the whole stick. The stick is made of. of that's what I'm saying. The stick's gone. Yeah, like that means like the center part too is just it's just you just have a baton of of waffle batter. Yeah. A baton of waffle batter that you cheese dip, you reverse microwave, cheese dip, reverse microwave, cheese dip. Or mm. you just serve basically batter fried mm. in stick shape mm-hmm. and a cheese dip. Yeah. That could be nachos. Fat or nachos. <laughs> Fat or nachos. With the st- with the stick. And we just invented chips. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, y'all. So Hungry Bogart has a has left the The body the body of, of the Jadef. Of Angel Grove's finest pure pure cut. <laughs> Fuck me. <laughs> the Rangers morph. And they start fighting Hungry to the point where, like, Hungry's getting a little bit worked. A little bit. Yeah. Like, but Tommy tries to kick him. Yeah. And then, like, he just catches his fist somehow. Yeah. With his teeth and flings him against a tree. But, like, everybody just keeps, like, holding Hungry's mouth open. Just like, oh, making jokes about how bad his teeth are. But his teeth don't look bad. No, they're actually kind of pristine. Zed and Rita get real upset and they're like, oh, man. I don't know what to do. Goldar goes, you know, it's better than a n- small mouth, a big mouth. And they go, yeah, that's that a one's good for one. free. 
Uh, big mouth, small mouth. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, that's a good idea. Make them grow. Yeah, they do exactly that. They make the boy big. Unfortunately, the boy's in the era of the Shogun Zord. Yeah, yeah. Because in Kaku Ranger, he got dealt. In this, he got dealt. Yeah, mm. they Shogun him out. Flaming sword, dead, yeah. turns into smoke, smoke explodes. Rita is bitching at Zed. Yeah, it's like, like it's his idea. Little mouth, big mouth's better than little, little mouth. That shit was bullshit, Zed, and you know it. You shouldn't have said it. He goes, no, that was, yeah, your plans never work, Rita. And she goes, my plan. He goes, my plan? Yeah. It, whose plan was it? <laughs> Don't know. Yeah. At the at the juice bar, uh, Tommy is trying to, like, hey, man, talk to the little uh, his, his student. He, he needs that revenue stream. <laughs> yeah, a student who's a... Uh, playing some video games, so, hey, I'm sorry for being a disgusting fucking pig. Or He's like, I don't want to hear any more of your lies. You made me eat a veggie pita and have a smoothie with no whipped cream. I'm 12 years old. Yeah. You know what that sucks? He's like, yeah, man, I screwed up. I did some bad things, and you know what? I shouldn't have. And he's like, kid goes, yeah, you fucked up so bad, I'm quitting martial arts because you're a liar. And Tom's like, but you're my best student. He's like, the best? And he goes, I hope you reconsider. You mm-hmm. could get taught by Rocky if you want. You like <laughs> Rocky? Rocky will let you eat whatever you want too. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you can eat with Rocky. Yeah, and he's like, uh, I'm not gonna train with Rocky. I guess I'll still train with you, <laughs> um, and I'll go back to eating veggie pitas. So, Bulk and Skull are under a table, faces filthy with chocolate. Yeah, because the, they ate everything. They ate everything that was left on the bake table, which was everything. the bake sale, which was everything. Lieutenant Stone comes in. It's like, all right, boys, give me the profits for the sale. Yeah. And like, oh, well. Uh, we didn't sell everything. Yeah, he's like, okay, well, give me the leftovers. They're going to the old folk. Uh, well, I guess we did sell everything. Yeah. Bulk, Bulk, like, goes into his wallet, pulls out some bills, and then he, like, tells Skull. He goes, Eugene, a little donation for the elderly? Yeah. He goes, oh, yeah, here they go. Yeah. Lieutenant Stone's like, I, I'm going to make you boys into something yet. Like you know what, boys, you guys deserve a treat—a Sunday I made for myself. It's ooey and gooey, and it is a bowl, and the bottom is just filthy with chocolate sauce. It is. It is. Ice cream piling out, and this is like a humongous salad bowl. It is full of ice cream. Mm-hmm. And er- Ernie, be proud. Yeah. Bulk and Skull get sick seeing the ice cream. They try to run out a door, but here comes a girl with donuts, and it, they're like, "Oh no, more sweets!" And they run away. And everybody laughs at them. The credits are really funny. The, the bloopers is because it's just different takes of JDF jamming food into his fucking mouth. <laughs> and the, but the last part is Bulk and Skull at the bake table at the bake sale, and Skull is like watching JDF being pulled away, and it's like, man, something something's going on with him. And and uh, Bulk has like one of the fish in frame and pretends to swim with it. Yeah. And then Skull just adds in this fucking gem of a line. It was like, it's like been in high school for too long. This <laughs> 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 uh I I man, I do appreciate the credits. I do appreciate the them cuz they and they stay that way, don't they? I feel like Space had them too. I don't think all of them have them. I think I know it stays that way through Zio at least. Yeah. And it better stay that way through Turbo because that's probably the saving grace of that series. Yeah, I feel like in I feel like they were even there in space because I remember the one the that look forward definitely look forward to getting to. I mean, look forward to all of space, but one we 
especially look forward to getting to, which is the Turtles crossover. I remember in the credits for that episode, there was some goofiness with the Turtles going on, like some outtakes. I would have to go back to be sure, but I'm pretty... I am, say, 80%, 80-90% positive that they, these uh, the goofs in the, cr- the goof credits like continue up through space. Our next episode, Another Brick in the Walls, came out November 13th, 1995. This one was written by Mark Hoffmeyer, directed by Terrence H. Winkless on this Winkless Week. <laughs> it's, it's, it's weird because it's a wink, Winkless full week. Yeah. It makes it sound like there's no wink, but there's in fact a lot of wink. Yeah, there's three winks. Three winks. So two, one blink and a wink. <laughs> yes, it's <laughs> one blink and a wink. <laughs> That's what it, uh, yeah. Oh, I think we found that, the episode title. Uh, ah, ah, ah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the episode title, one blink and a wink. <laughs> <laughs> That's good, Dan. Another brick in the wall starts out with Catherine walking up with a diorama and... Adam and Tommy are doing the Cell versus Gohan crossing kicks moment. They are. Yeah. Yeah. So she comes up. She's um, She made a uh, design for a humanitarian housing project. And she won. And they're designing her house here yeah. in Angel Grove and build low-cost housing. They need volunteers. Yeah. It shows her design over all the other people in the class. Um, <laughs> at... <laughs> <laughs> at, at at the at the fucking palace at Zed's at Zed's at Zed's palace, Dan, Dan, um, like almost one for one. Take away the profanity, yeah. But Dan one for one calls Rita's shot because <laughs> she used to be such a goody goody, and you know she used to be so bad and so evil when she was under my spell. Now she's a goddamn goody goody. She's building houses for the fucking homeless, <laughs> <laughs> like. Like everything but the profanity she said, and she then she gives like a great fucking look at at Zed who's standing there with Goldar. I love this pairing. Like I was like, this is Goldar and his boy. This is Rita and her brother. And they stand <laughs> across from each other, and both like Rita and Goldar just kind of like like emphasize whatever the other whatever their their employer their master says. Well, yeah. Goldar loves throwing shade, and he's like, hey, can they build a house for Rito so he can finally get the fuck out? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and like, nah, he's family. <laughs> yeah, Rita turns around, and he looks up. She yeah. looks over, and she's like, very funny. Rito's more help to me than you've ever been against the Power Rangers. Yeah. Rita's like, uh-huh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I I like their little family dynamic. Yeah, so they start this whole thing. It's like, Rito and I are going to take out that building project, and you guys are going to get fucked over. Yeah, we're going to deconstruct all of Angel Grove. Yeah. So, Catherine, at the juice bar, has her diorama, and she's um, giving instructions to her volunteer group. Yeah, you guys are doing landscaping. You guys are doing the cleanup. You guys are doing the building. She's got a cute shirt, a pink shirt. says team leader. She's got a pink hard hat. Yeah. Which I appreciate. Um, we see uh, Rita watching over this whole thing, just kind of saying more of the same, like what what's going to happen. It's also a reuse scene, yeah. Just just for the little night, little uh, little uh, details there, if you're paying attention. Which is Rita and Rita and Zed like overlooking the balcony. It's just shot with like Rito and Squat and Babu behind them. And the only reason you can tell is because they're a lot duller. Yeah, they're, they're it's a lot duller, and also like, it's uh, 
like Zed is talking about Rito and pointing like the voice the voiceover is Zed talking about Rito being sent down and he's pointing and the uh, the other three are just looking in an opposite direction. Like yeah, it's it the, the audio doesn't track with it, but it it works just fine. So they get sent down like they're hiding behind a bush as the kids are are like um, getting ready for their cleanup montage. Yeah, they're beautifying this this wall. Which I said looks like the Pawnee Eagleton wall. It really does. But um, and then so full cleanup montage with a with a new Wasser watch. Yeah. Oh my God, it's been a while, but here he is. He's bringing us something. He brought us a new song. Yeah. It's a, it's a nice little fucking happy montage song. Everything's going to be all righty. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if that's the name of the song. There's We're going to a... clean up the world. Getting yeah. a new way to the stars. Yeah. Like, it's it's awesome. It's, it's all, like, upbeat and sounds nice. Yeah. And it's just cool stuff, man. Like, fuck. That's, my o- that's probably my only gripe with season three. This is the first Wasser watch for season three. Yeah, that's my only gripe with season three is that they didn't do anything with with the gold that is Wasserman. He gave them the banger that is the the Tengu song. Yeah, and that's it. That's all they've used, and it and it's that's upsetting. That's that's a bummer because this um just hearing them again, just hearing a new original by the man. Well, don't worry, we got a new theme song coming. Yeah. We got two new theme songs coming. We do. We like. But just hearing the man again is is pretty, is pretty awesome. Um, oh, by the way, Billy is yoked. Oh man, like huge. He's 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 got the biggest physique out of the out of the boys in in the group now. And if there's, if they were like, no, it's JDF Tommy's still the dude. Yeah. Like Billy is, <laughs> like Tommy's the dude, but Billy is the man. Yeah. Billy's daddy in the group. Yeah. No wonder, like I, no wonder they're trying to keep him out of tank tops because he emasculates. <laughs> like, yeah, like I'm sure if Adam and Rocky were walking around like that, it'd be like, yeah, you can't put him next to the, like we can't call Billy the nerd anymore. <laughs> yeah, you just can't. Uh, oh, by '90s standards, now you could still call him a nerd. He's just a workout nerd. Yeah, just a workout nerd. Um, so all of the Rangers kind of surround Catherine. They're like, we're going to Ernie's. We're going to go get some whipped cream cups, and we're going to go get some soda with ice cream in it. Yeah, the beautification's done. Like, everything looks beautiful. The wall's cleaned up of all graffiti. There's nice little, like, uh, there's a hedge. Uh, uh, there's, like, uh, flower beds. Every It's real pretty. Yeah. And they did it real nice. And when they leave, Rito pops up. Yeah, well, Catherine decides to stay behind and because she has to oversee the, like, she has to hand it over, essentially. And... Aisha says, are you going to be all right? And he goes, yeah, I got Bulk and Skull to protect me. Bulk and Skull are sleeping against a tree. In wheelbarrow. In wheelbarrow. And uh, covered in a mysterious white. Yeah. Yeah. And as soon as the Rangers walk out of frame, Rito pops up from below the screen. He goes, now it's my turn. Yeah. Uh, he has the Tangus fuck with Bulk and Skull. Uh, he has the Tangus fuck with everything, essentially. They're, like, ripping out flowers and stuff like that. Catherine, Catherine who's, like, pleading with him to stop. Transforms. She ninja rangers. Yes. And she asks for help this time. The kids are already at Ernie's chowing down when they get the call. Yeah, they got it. Ernie's outdoor. Yeah, they're at Ernie's outdoor, ninja ranger. And then we get 
six Ninja Rangers versus six Tengas and Rito. And after a while, we get to see the the monster. Well, Rita freaks out. And she's like, we're making Catherine evil again. One blast from me and she'll be back under my spell. So she starts shooting down a bunch and she misses and hits the brick wall. Oh, I totally missed that part. Yeah. And who comes out of the brick wall? Our monster, the brick bully. Yes. Um, this guy in Cocker Ranger, he was he was the yokai that that had the maze. Yeah, that was in charge of the maze and all that. He had a he had a friend, but that friend's not in this. Yeah, the we actually already faced him in in Power Rangers because he was the the flasher guy. Yeah. So like this this is the uh, the buddy to him, but he comes out and he just what's his powers? He hucks bricks at people. Yeah. And then when that don't work, he turned people to brick. So. The Power Rangers do this like morph yeah. sequence where, since they're already a Ninja Ranger form, they don't need their morphers apparently. So they do this like open like ninja hand movement, like they're doing seals from Naruto. Yeah, and then they bring their hands to the coins in their chest, and then bring their hands forward like it's morphers. Yeah, it's like they they harness the fucking key or something or of the, the power coin that's yeah. on them. Yeah, yeah, and then they call for their Ranger powers, and it goes into. The pink ranger power, white ranger power, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, when Brick Bully's had enough, he shoots a ray at um, who's at uh, Aisha Adam, and Adam and Aisha. Turns them into bricks. Yeah. Like they, or they well, become. The, we'll find this out in we a second. Yeah, we'll. F so it turns them into bricks. Yeah, a co color coded brick. So we got a black brick and a yellow brick. Um, Catherine and Tommy come in. Rocky Whereas and Rocky and Tommy come in, they also get bricked. Yep, they turn brick, into a red brick. and white brick. Billy smarts. He's like, uh-uh, we ain't doing this. Gather them up. We got to get the fuck out of here. The to which, Freddy goes, man, I've seen the Rangers get turned into a lot of stuff. Yeah. Which, yes, you have. <laughs> but they go to the command center, and Catherine looks distraught. She looks like she's on the verge of tears. Yeah, because she, she hasn't experienced this. Yeah. All the, all the, all the people watching Power Ranger, uh, the, the experienced Power Ranger viewer is just like, oh, they got turned into some shit, whatever. Yeah. Catherine just witnessed humans being seemingly turned into bricks. Uh, the most terrifying one is still Terror Toad. Yes, it is. It is. Yeah, because like, you watch we him watch swallow. Chomped. Yeah. yeah. And then their face appears on his belly. Like, that stuff's still terrifying. It is. It is. Uh, left an indelible mark. Um, See, th that's either where you're scared of that shit or you become a vor fetishist. Yeah. I don't know. That's the turning point. You decide. It's okay. Either way, we're not here to <laughs> yuck anybody's yums. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> so... They go, what can we do? Can we turn them back? And Zordon goes, actually, they're not bricks. They're, they were made small, and they're encased in brick. Yeah. Which Alpha, is more terrifying. Alpha gives, like, the whole rundown on, on that. Yeah, they, they are shrunk and inside the brick. So we can't break the brick because we might smash them. Shrunk and into a hunk. Shrunk put into a hunk. And a brick. Catherine's like, this is all my fault. This is all my fault. And Billy's like, don't worry. We handle this all the time. They're like. They're like, it, so how can we get them out of the brick without doing anything? And Kath, like, they're, like, what breaks down, like, bricks? What can we, what can we do? Like, break them down without just, you know, Billy can easily just break it with his hand, you know, or yeah. something like that. But it's like, that may kill them. So, like, how do we 
break the bricks down around them. And Catherine goes over, like, she lists different things. She's like, with pollution. Yeah. Sun, wind, or pollution. So yeah. let's just pollute the rocks until they break down. And it's like, she asks if there's any way we can simulate pollution. And just like, Billy's like, well, there's probably something at my, my garage. <laughs> like, yeah. we, we, can, we, can, we can whip something up. You want a pollution machine? We can get a pollution machine. Well, the brick bully, we find out that he's been making himself stronger by eating building supplies. Yes, and he has his, uh, like, a, his form has changed. Well, like, we watch him eating, and then we watch bricks just bust off of him and him get bigger and more yoked. Yeah, and it's like, he had, like, an upside-down kind of Jabberwocky kind of face going on yeah. on him, and now it's, like, more monster An mouth. evil chomp mouth. Yeah, yeah. And Billy goes, actually, I'm going to go handle this. You figure this out. Alpha and Catherine start working on a pollution machine. Yeah. Because apparently Catherine's decently decently uh, gifted in that area herself, They all are. I guess. Because, like, Rocky is like a chemist. Um, Adam is, he's, like, angle smart. Yeah. Like, he's real good with, like, geometry stuff. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I got you. Billy, I like angle smart better. <laughs> he's, he's angle smart. He no shapes. <laughs> um, <laughs> Billy is a genius. Yeah, just flat out genius. Tommy's kick smart. <laughs> uh, yeah, Tommy's probably stupid. He's kick smart. He kicks smart. Okay. He can't remember to he bring knows, his uh, book bag to school. You think he's smart? He knows. He knows kinetics, specifically the ones involving feet cutting foot through foot to chest. Foot to chest. Foot cutting through air, preferably in the woods. Yes. And uh, Aisha, Aisha has shown. Uh, yeah, Aisha has also shown. Actually, She's got fire smarts. Yeah. She's got. Friendship she, smarts? She showed, yeah, she showed a lot of smarts in our lost episode. Yeah, she did. Yeah. She is emotionally smart. Yeah, yeah. She she's that uh, she's that uh, she grandma smart. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> grandma smart. Yeah, she's yeah. smart about having a grandma. Yeah. yeah, she is smart about having a grandma. She knows how to utilize a grandma. Yeah, she knows to listen to that wisdom. We'll have to get that lost episode somewhere. Yeah. Yeah, because that that was like such a shame because we we just gushed about Aisha, right? How like how much credit she deserves. It's her best episode. Yeah. Um. So Billy fights the brick bully, and he's like, "Oh, he's gonna keep getting stronger if he keeps eating these supplies." So he goes, "I know what to do," and he runs out and he disappears. And he's like, "I can chase you down, Billy." Yeah. Inside, Bulk and Skull are like, "What do we tell Lieutenant Stone about this?" And Skull's like, "The truth." And Bulk's like, he can't handle the truth. And he's like, tell him the truth. Stone comes up behind him and goes, tell me what, boys? He goes, we were attacked by bird monsters, and then there was a wall monster that showed up, and he he destroyed this site, and he also ate a lot of the goods. And he's like, he didn't eat the goods. I want those goods back. I don't care what happened. Make sure all the construction materials are returned. They're like, okay, sir. You got it. So in uh, the gated community. <laughs> the gated community, yes. We have um, Brick Bully. Looking, hunting down Billy. Uh, Bulk and Skull encounter Rito. Well, Bulk and Skull see Billy fighting the brick bully. And he's like, oh, that b- that monster that was destroying everything is taking it to the Blue Ranger. Mm-hmm. And Rito stands behind them and goes, my sister did that. It's pretty cool, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, Bill- Bulk and Skull off. So Billy taunts this monster into t- shooting more and more bricks at him. Yeah. Which in... Um, 
therefore weakening him. Yes. Because he's throwing away his own mass or his own energy. Like Yeah. So once he is weakened, um, Rita and Zed make the boy grow. Well, because Billy go- pulls out his plan. He goes, I got you away from the building materials, got you to waste everything. Yeah. They're now nothing, you're not going to be able to beat me. They're nothing for you to eat. Yeah. What are you going to do? They make him big, turn him into the big wall. Yes. Um, Billy calls on the Shogun Zord. We get the um, the Blue Logan like a solo fight yeah, from Copy Ranger. They encase him in the wall. They do he the magic. Explodes yeah, out. They do the magic like skewer box trick. Yes. Um, at the command center, they got the fucking pollution machine going. Yes. Which is just they had the bricks laid out inside this like plexiglass case. Yeah, and they just flood it with they just flood it with pollution. They just flood it with the nastiness. And the bricks start glowing, breaking down, and uh meanwhile the Logan fight is or excuse me, Billy's fight is going in his favor. He's kicking the shit out of the brick monster. He busts out a weapon that will never be explained because it's not Cocker Ranger. It's actually a really good weapon that doesn't need to be explained because Billy's weapon was the Lance. That's true. That's so true. it fits. Yeah, it really doesn't need to be explained in any way. I meant more so though, like the um, the, the fact footage that the Shogun Zord has a weapon. The footage is awkward because it's a lot of kind of gesturing with no dialogue. Yeah, if you're not watching Kaku Ranger or listening to our Kaku Ranger episodes, the Kaku Ranger can absorb into the Shogun Zords and the Battle Borgs and everything, so that we don't get cockpit shots because they are the yeah they are what they're fighting in. So the Zords will talk themselves. I mean, they'll talk as the Zords. And so that'll happen during the fights. And like, so it's like the Zords are kind of like um, gesturing like the Power Rangers do when they talk. You yeah. Know? So there's a lot of that, but no dialogue coming out. So it sits a little awkward. But still, he ends up killing the Brick Monster. But we get like a different death for well, the Because in Cocker Ranger, they defeat him here. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, but he gets away. And Blue Logan destroys the Western-style house. And then they have another fight where he gets Shogun killed. Yes. But uh, instead of doing the Shogun kill, they just do a weird thing where the bricks kind of break apart. Yeah, and that's it. And Billy goes back to the command center. They, the, uh, the pollution machine, just in time, breaks down the bricks and has the rangers fly out. They're all standing there. And, um, yeah, uh, that's pretty much it for the rangers. Like, the, well, or that's... That's crisis averted for the Rangers. Yeah, Zordon praises Catherine for keeping a calm head under pressure, Mm -hmm. and she was able to come up with a solution, and then goes, yeah, but Billy took on that monster all by himself, and it's like, well, Billy is the vet. He is. Billy can do, Billy's a team on his own. Yeah, Billy's the original here. He's the lone original. Billy can do everything, so, like... Congratulations, Billy, but this is what we expect of you at this point. That's true, yeah. Uh, at the palace, they're like, oh, a monster on your own, Rita. Looks like Rita really fucked this one up, didn't he? <laughs> it's like, hey, yeah. He goes, we still destroyed it. And then he goes, yeah, but they're going to rebuild it. I don't want them to rebuild it. I want them to mourn for the dead Power Rangers. We still have their falcon. <laughs> <laughs> they do. They have the they have the birdcage with the Zed... The Zed uh, they have a DVD copy of The Birdcage, which they watch nightly. <laughs> <laughs> Not a bad night, man. That's never a bad evening. Yeah. Pop in The Birdcage. 
So at the construction site, everybody standing around, Lieutenant Stone comes up and goes, I thought this was supposed to start already. And he goes, well, we're just, Rocky goes, we're just waiting on the mayor, which is his first line yeah. of two episodes. Well, like, uh, Stone asks, like, we're, you know, we're like, where's the mayor? Like, we're supposed to get this going. And Rocky has no answers for him because he is Rocky. Um, income bulk and skull <laughs> holding a, a an older woman dragging a woman yeah through the streets a, in a in a like in a pantsuit with a giant golden shovel and bulk said, goes we found this well dressed vagrant. vagrant walking <laughs> around the construction site looking for stuff to steal yeah she and get this she says she's the mayor <laughs> and Lieutenant Stone goes she is the fucking mayor yeah <laughs> Calls them brickheads. They put down. Uh, they lift her up and place her over the shrubs so yeah. she doesn't have to walk and go. Well, we're sorry, Mrs. Mayor. Yeah. Um. All right. Lieutenant Stone gives them their punishment. You're going to wash the mayor's car for five years. Then you're going to wash my car for five years, and then every car in Angel Grove. So yeah. in ten years. Ten year plan. Free car wash. Free car wash by Bolton Skull. Yep. In ten years, and they'll be good. They'll be yeah. good at it. Yeah. They will have done their thousand hours. Yeah, um, yeah. So they give uh, they give Catherine the golden shovel, humanitarian award. Yeah, uh, real nice. The credits the credits roll with our goof, which is we find out where the mysterious white came from. Yeah, Bulk and Skull are taking a nap back to back on the wall, and they had their police hats at their side, right? Yep. Catherine comes in with two big buckets. She puts it down in front of the police caps, kind of like moves them out of the way. Then she like either whistle, yeah, she like whistles to get their attention. They wake up. Uh, all right, we're still on duty. They reach for their they reach for their hats. Instead, they just put their hands inside, or they put they, they put their hands the on the, on the buckets and put those on their head. And surprise, surprise, the buckets are filled with cream. <laughs> 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 and then they just kind of like roll on each other. While no one yells cut. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, bulk, like, pins skull with, like, a quick roll-up. It was a fun episode. Yeah, it was a fun episode. I liked it. It was perfectly fine. Uh, some f- enjoyable stuff in it. Good to see uh, Catherine in, like, a just spotlight on Catherine. That's yeah. good. That's good. She needs some limelight episodes, right? Yeah. So Next we'll g- episode. Yeah, we'll give her... Her final limelight episode of this block. Yeah. Episode. We don't do the numbers for this one. Uh, <laughs> for her final episode, A Chimp in Charge. Yeah. This one aired November 18th, 1995, written by Douglas Sloan, directed by Terrence H. Winkless. Keep up. Winkless Week, baby. Yeah, so this episode's greasy. This episode's sweaty. This yeah, it's episode's very hard. Uh, and not hard like oh, this is a hard episode. Yeah, yeah, no, it's a hard episode to watch. Yeah, this was the um, outer layer, or like this is the the topping on our on our Sunday here. But instead of getting like some like a cherry. Or maybe some chocolate drizzle. We got a hot duke. We got a hot duke. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and it, but unlike a Sunday, it doesn't ruin it. Like it missed the bowl. Like I still had fun with the previous episodes, but yeah, this one's this one's a steamer. Yeah. It ain't great. Straight from Cleveland. Yeah. Uh, this episode starts out in school where 
Mrs. Appleby is back. Okay. And uh, she is giving them their final assignment of the year. You're going to be teamed up with a partner, and you guys have to do a report on a language of your choice, even English. So, Bulk and Skull, they clarify even English. Yeah. Oh, so we could just go up there and talk, and we'll pass this one because that's easy. And Miss Appleby's eye bugs out, and she goes, you will fail. Yeah, he's like, you come up here, and you rant for ten minutes, I'm failing both of you. If I have to hear anything again about the cryptids that you say are real, even though I witness them every week, yeah. you're not going to pass this class, and you're going to fail, and then your parents are going to divorce, and then, you know what? In your 30s, you're going to move back home, and they're going to say, oh, you wanted to be an actor, Bulk? You wanted to be an actor? <laughs> oh. I, don't, I, don't, I don't know where this is coming from. <laughs> that was unspected. Sorry. You okay? I got a little Henry in me. <laughs> yeah, you got a little Henry. In <laughs> <you>. <laughs> yeah, I got a little Henry in you. Well, so we we we're at the juice bar where Rocky or um, excuse me, Tommy and Billy are gonna do their report on yeah. on hieroglyphics. Aisha is like, "What are you gonna do your reports on?" Yeah, Tommy and Billy give their plan. We're going to decipher some hieroglyphics, you know, because we're Translate smart. them. Yeah, B- Billy's like, I don't know. It'd be fun. Trans- I don't think Tommy could fuck this up. So we're, we're gonna, I'm going to translate stuff. To, I'm going to translate uh, ancient Egyptian hieroglyphics to modern day. Are they going to translate them, or are they just going to bring them to Zordon Elf and go, what this says? Probably. <laughs> Aisha and well, yeah, Catherine. He's, yeah, he's like, what are you going to do, Aisha? He's like, uh, wh- I'll let Catherine tell you. Catherine come in with a fucking monkey, y'all. A chimp comes in with an ape. But We're yeah, going to teach this chimp sign language. Or this chimp going to teach us sign language. One of the two. I don't know. Anyway, Catherine's aunt is in town. She do this for a living. She asks, can I borrow this fucking monkey? She says, sure, fam. She was like, Take I'm doing lectures. Out. Yeah, you got to watch this monkey anyway. Make sure that monkey got his poop shorts on. Yeah. You don't want to drop in Duke everywhere. And uh, the chimp's name is Kelly. Chim's name is Kelly. And my sister's name is Kelly, so it's an easy name for me to remember. Nice. Kelly in the Duke shorts. Yeah. Back at the palace, Rita's like, oh, they got a chimp, and it's cuter than you, Goldar. And Goldar's like, what? He's why, are like, you bringing this, why are you bringing this heat at me? <laughs> yeah, he's like, what the fuck? What, what the fuck? We're both just, you know, like, just both hanging Goldar, out. Goldar really does look, like, kind of hurt. It's like, we're just watching this shit, and that's... Just, just also, you gotta roast me. Zed comes up, and goes, "What the fuck's going on?" She yeah. goes, "Your wife is talking a lot of shit. <laughs> yeah, that she can't back up. She's saying that there's a monkey down there that's cuter than me." Yeah, Goldar like feigns like a swing at her with a sword. <laughs> like I could have chopped her throat. Yeah. <laughs> um, at the there's a, a very funny bit where Lieutenant Stone is eating spaghetti. He's eating a spaghetti dinner at Ernie's. Ernie's is like at, a New York at two, diner. At, at two in the afternoon. Ernie's juice bar is like a New York diner. Yeah. In the sense that it's just got too much shit on the menu. It's like Napoli's. Does Napoli's have too much have, shit on the menu? You, th- th- so they doing the LED screen menus, right? Okay. They got four of those boys. Okay. Going across. And these things are, I want to say, like, mm, we'll say 16 inches by 32. Oh, so they have them mono- They have them yeah. stacked up vertical style. Yeah, yeah. Going Portrait across. Mode. Four of them. 
filled with just everything. They have a gigantic menu, which is, I mean, I guess it's doing all right for them because, I mean, I don't know if, is there Napoli's anywhere else? Is that just a Vegas place? Oh, well, Napoli is like the most Italian name. Every place has a Napoli. Well, yeah, but, but I mean, they're like all this, family. Owned. This one, the our Eastern European. No, I don't think anyone's got an Eastern European yogurt shop esque pizza place called Napa Papoli. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Lieutenant Stone is eating this spaghetti dinner. I only have one Napoli's experience. Oh, I have two actually. One where I almost stopped breathing and nobody helped me, just like you at Universal <laughs> Studios. I. Th- I uh, I th- um, I thought you were exaggerating, Dan. I thought you were. Nope, I was dying, <laughs> and you were just looking at me, um, Drink, drinking my squishy. <laughs> uh, I was. This was when I was working for the Blue Man Group, mm-hmm. live at the Monte Carlo. Mm-hmm. I was leaving work, and I said, "I have to get some food." So I called Napoli. I ordered chicken fingers and fries for pickup. They said it would be ready in thirty minutes. It was fine. I was walking out. Hit a little bit of traffic on the way. 33 minutes later, I get a call from Napoli, and they're like, hey, your food's ready. It's been ready for three minutes. Where are you? Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm almost there. I was leaving work. And they're like, we just think that we just don't want to be ripped off. We get ripped off. And I was like, well, I answered the phone. Yeah. So. Right, good. right. Yeah. And I paid for it over the phone. I wasn't paying for it when I picked up. I paid for it. Right. Already, so. You're not really getting ripped off. The worst thing that would happen is you throw out the food. Yeah, or one of your cooks eat it. You know, like yeah. Someone has their lunch, whatever. Yeah. I showed up six minutes after that and got my food, and I just was like, I'm not eating in Napoli anymore. Hmm. What location was that? The one that you go to over by Max, too. Oh, really? Yeah, because oh. I was living with Tony at the time. That's why I called that place. Has that one been around that long? Yeah. Huh. It just didn't look like a yogurt shop at that point. Yeah, okay. It, was, it looked like a pizza place at that you point. You mean the, the walls weren't red and green Yeah. at that point. Gotcha, yeah. There's Napoli's closer to my house, and I actually like that one a lot. They got like a little dine-in area like that one, but it looks like a pizza cafe kind of thing. Is that the one that I took you to where you got the calzone? No, no. connected to that bar near No, the no, that's Tropicana, baby. That's tropic. That's sweaty Tropicana. That's that's, that's the kind of pizza place that if I owned one, like yeah. that's what I would want out of it. I trust that place fully. I I would expect everyone that works there to always be on weed. To I would expect everyone that works there to always be high, <laughs> specifically on marijuana. <laughs> the be on weed. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, it's it's about it's about that. I would say it's about that. I would three out of the four working at any given time. Yeah, like I would hope that the cash register person wasn't. Even though I don't, I'm not saying that people that are high don't have math skills. But like, if anybody is sober, I would hope it's the mathman mm-hmm. or math lady. Yeah, yeah, math person, whatever. Just the, the math magician. The math magician would hope the, is yeah. The least high of the four that are on the staff. keeper of the till that and the driver that and the driver the yes. driver the driver needs to be people sober. have different levels of high and like where they can function but so the driver maybe, needs to be sober driver needs to be sober driver needs to be sober but Tropicana I recommend I get myself a mean calzone from there never failed me um but <laughs> yeah Lieutenant, Lieutenant Stone is eating this diner this diner, diner skeddy. 
eating his diner spaghetti. He's got a whole loaf of garlic bread. He with does him. have a whole loaf, and he seems kind of like forlorn. Yeah, and he says, "Bulkmeyer, Skulovich, and they just they sit they, up they Alistair Black, Undertaker, whatever you, you want to call yeah, it. Dracula. <laughs> they Dracula up. Hey, you he's like you called you called Lieutenant." <laughs> and uh, he gives him the rundown that there's been a a banana heist, a banana heist. Bananas be missing. Ernie got him behind from behind Ernie's. From behind Ernie's. Ernie like had like a shipment of bananas for for uh, his uh, smoothies. His new smoothie. His new smoothie where he's gonna actually use fruit instead you know. of coke. <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna he's gonna actually use fruit instead of fruit flavored soda. This is when. He can't. You can't be. This is when Ernie found out that smoothies aren't a soda. Yeah, it's not just like, oh yeah. I take this. I take this. I take this uh, two liter of grape and I add whipped cream and ice cream to it. It's a smoothie. So he's got that thick New Jersey accent. Yeah. He knows that, like, you know, in in Yonkers, New York, they don't yeah. call a sub sandwich like when you get a when you get like a Subway sandwich or something from Porta Subs. What do you call it? A sub. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. Some people call it a wedge. No, some people call it a, a blimp. Some people call it a uh, hero. A hero. Yeah. Hoagie. A hoagie. All of that. Yeah. In Yonkers, New York, they call it a wedge. Oh. Because uh, it's a sandwich. Sandwich. Mm. They call it a sandwich. That's a wedge. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Ernie. So he thought it. He thought smoothie was. Southern California slang for a fruit soda with fruit whipped soda. cream. <laughs> you mean it isn't cactus cooler with just some whipped cream on top? You mean uh, they don't just want a Fanta? <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> he's here's he, some big red with some cherries. <laughs> <laughs> here's a cotton candy fago. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> so Bulk and Skull are on the case of the missing bananas. Yeah, they go outside and they see that Catherine's hanging out with a chimp. Yeah, pretty cool. Then they see the chimp eat some bananas. Like this gives me an idea, Skull. But Bulk takes this opportunity to roast Tommy. He goes, Tommy didn't know that you were hanging out with your twin brother again. Oh yeah, that was pretty good. Yeah, they eat. They see uh, Kelly eating a banana, and they're like, oh, "To find those bananas, we can use the chimp." We yeah. gotta steal that. Who's chimp. better at finding bananas than monkeys? No one. We're <laughs> gonna get that monkey. But Skull says, "Who knows the most about bananas?" They yeah. say, "Who knows the most about bananas?" And Skull goes, "My cousin Femur." Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's pretty good. And that that brought up a lot of questions for me. <laughs> yeah, where I was just like, "So the last name is Skull, Avich." <laughs> so Femur just happens to also be bone themed. In his name, but that's his first name. Well, that's got to be a nickname, or maybe it is. His, maybe that's his last name. Maybe that's the Fiener, Fiener. <laughs> maybe that's the Femur side of the family. <laughs> maybe that's his name. Yeah, Skull. There's a Skull side, and there's Skullovich and Femuritz. You know, fe- 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 maybe it's just Femur. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. I was trying to think of a real Jewish last name. But it didn't really hit. Um, Femerstein. In in the park, the rangers are walking with their chimp friend. Adam and Rocky are conspicuously not there. 
because they're probably working on their assignment. And Tangoos. And Rita and Zed are like, we got to get that monkey. We're going to turn him into a monster because they won't hurt that monkey because it's, ca- it's, it's adorable. It's Catherine's monkey. Yeah. It's real cute. Let's get it. Tangas come down. We get Ninja Ranger power. But full, we get full morph. Each like one of them gets a separate morph because we got time to yeah. kill. Yeah. We, we get Handsome Teen into rain, the like the ninja the movie ninja look into the show ninja look yeah so full like yeah, they they're definitely killing time um get into a a fight as finster sneaks onto the scene with a gun with ninja bullshit yeah finster shows up and he tries to shoot that monkey with a gun <laughs> the monkey runs the monkey run from the gun with a monster gun not with the with the monster, gun. he doesn't show up with like a he doesn't show up with like a rifle. Yeah, <laughs> just to be clear. Catherine turns her attentions to Finster, yeah, because she needs to save that monkey. Yeah. So, the Rangers defeat the Tengas. They get Finster out of there. Pick up the monkey. They all go. Okay, well, we got to figure stuff out. And Bulkins, they're like, like, okay, let's split let's up. Let's go about our day. Like, yeah. I think I think crisis averted. Let's go about our day. Um, Catherine's at Aisha's house. Yeah, Bulk and Skull are outside, scoping it out. Yeah, they're they being some panty creepers. Yeah, they need some chimp. Oh, <laughs> that I was did, bad. I didn't think it. I didn't think it sounded that bad until it left my lips, <laughs> and then then it became horrible. Yeah, sneaking some chimp. Ooh. Oh. Ooh. So. This the monkey girls decide they're, they're, that they're a little hungry. They're like doing their sign language and going going over with each other. They they put a fucking book in that monkey's hand and it's pretty cute. And they're like, "We're hungry." And they walk off to the kitchen. They leave the monkey. Well, there. they ask the monkey if she's hungry, and, and she, she says, "No." <laughs> no yeah. one can tell that you're shaking your head. Shake, shakes her head and, and and does the the ADR monkey sounds. Yeah. And they walk off. Monkey drops a book, goes outside. He's like, I'm out. Sits on the lawn. Bulk and skull come around and like, "Come here." little fuck. Come here, you little monkey. They offer her a banana, and yeah. then she climbs up Bulk, gives him a little smoocher. Yeah. And Bulk like, looks the happiest. Yep. Uh, Aisha and Catherine come back in the living room with bananas and other things, and they see that the monkey's gone, see Kelly is gone. At the park, the monkey gets away from Bulk and Skull and runs over to a Rastafarian fruit vendor. Yeah. This so, <sighs> at this point, we're, we're starting like, to slip and slide we're down like, there. What is happening? And goes, hey, if you work here, you gotta dress the part. And he pulls out this red, white, and blue vest to where Freddie goes, Oh, this is how they get him to look like his Cocker Ranger counterpart. Yeah, yeah, because there like there was very, very, very recently an eight monster in Cocker Ranger. So I was like, Oh, that's where the okay, so there's gonna last be an eight monster. Yeah, last, last week. week. So this is gonna be an eight monster. Got it. And I was like, and then when they did started doing this, I was like, Man, this is a greasy way to do it. So they put on this red, white, and blue vest, some sunglasses, and a, a mop, and then a little uh, Rasta beret is what, it, what yeah. he calls it. Yeah, he's like, now you look like a real Rastaman. So Bulk and Skull are like, we got our guy. This guy definitely stole the bananas. And this Rastafarian accent is the worst accent that's ever happened. Yeah, it is. So at Zed's palace, he's berating Finster, going, you can't even... You can't do that? I can't believe you. He's like, well, the monkey was, it got away. You know, maybe I'm just not, I'm not set up for this. And Zed goes, watch. And he just shoots no scopes. Yeah, he does. Like, like without even looking, points the staff 
in the direction of the balcony, shoots down to earth, hits that fucking monkey, turns it into a monster. Into a Rasta beast. Yeah, the Rasta beast runs off and uh, terrorizes the park goers. Yeah. Um, they get the call on the communicators that the fucking monkey is going. Zordon kind of goes, you should come to the command center because <laughs> we got some stuff to talk about. Yeah. They de- they uh, debrief him saying, hey, your monkey is now a monster. Uh, we got to figure out a way to stop this without hurting it. Billy has the idea. He's like, well, like, I can. Before we go, I want to talk about something. Huh. I've noticed that since Catherine's come in, they've been trying to position Adam close to her as trying to. You think they were trying something out? Try something with Catherine. Pink and black look good. Yes. And, like, they're not really making any moves, but, like, he's tried to relate. Uh, when when Catherine has come up to, like, approach people, she's been like, just the two boys I was looking for, and it's mm-hmm. Tommy and Adam. Mm-hmm. Now, a lot of stuff has come into place mentally for me while I've been reading about Power Rangers background stuff and all mm-hmm. of that to where they were trying to position Adam as the person that could take Tommy's spot. yeah. And so you said this was going to be the new Tommy and Kimberly. Yeah, that Adam and Catherine. I can see be that. The pair. I can see that. They, there is like a lot of um, conscious, posi- um, conscious positioning with them. I do see that. Yeah, and that would have been a cool pair. When it was noticed that JDF was going to stay, that's when they pulled the trigger on the Dear John letter and everything. Yeah. Hmm. Sucks for. Sad boy Adam. Ah, it's fine. Well, he's got he's got a little honey back in the wild west. Yeah, <laughs> uh, he got he got the modern day honey, but who knows what happened to her? And he also was with that uh, soccer chick. Also with that soccer chick. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. But uh, we'll th- see. It, we'll see his love conquests and we'll see his love trials in Zio. Yeah. I don't want to call them conquests. <laughs> yeah, that's probably best that you don't. Billy says, like, well, if I could get, like, a sample of them, I can analyze what's going on, and then maybe we can reverse it. So they morph. They're they're determined to not hurt this monster. Yeah. They morph. They get down there. They start fighting the Rasta Beast. Um, <laughs> they're trying, to, like, like Dan said, trying to do it without hurting it. Um, they're able to, after, after the Beast runs through them, um, Aisha and Catherine are able to hold it still while Billy takes a hair sample from it. Yeah. Um, uh, Billy jumps to his garage while they still try to wrangle the beast. Yeah. Immediately, like, Zora's like, hey, did you do it? And Billy's like, I just got here. Give me Give time. me, like, five minutes. Yeah, like, I'll figure something out. Just hold on. Um, they're getting, They're starting to get worked over by the Rasta Beast because... Well, they can't actually fight this thing without hurting it. Yeah. So it's kind of got free reign on. Then uh, Zed and Rita up the stakes by making this Rasta beast big, gigantic. Luckily, Billy's back. Yeah. And we get a sweaty fucking line. Yeah. Billy has been able to figure something out, he thinks... But he made it into this projectile, which we have to shoot at him. We'll wait till the, s- the sweaty line, because the sweaty line comes out in the Shogun Zord fight. Okay. He's got a projectile that he's got to shoot it. So, so they call Shogun Zord power, and Freddy points out that this spot at this tower 
is where they shot the first episode of VR Troopers. Yes, they did. Yes, they did. <laughs> so when they call for Shogun Zords, again, we're not we're not stressing for time. So they do the full call, all five of the beasts show up, mm-hmm. and then they they cut to American Zord footage where mm-hmm. they're standing there and they're kind of surrounding oh, we didn't, Kelly. We didn't mention that like yeah in the first episode in this episode that we've had a uh Catherine uh standing in the Well, they they mentioned it in they mentioned a different shade of pink is that she will be commanding the White Shogun Zord alongside the White Ranger. But what that means though is Tommy sitting down, Catherine standing up. Yeah. I mean, like, there are no seats in Zord. Oh, are anymore. there no seats in there? No. Okay, well, it's just awkwardly Catherine to the right of Tommy as he controls the Zord. Yes. She's there for, like, moral support. But anyway, since she's in there, she tells Tommy she has an idea. Like, we can try and distract Kelly by speaking to her. Like, you know, like because she saw how Kelly reacted before when they were fighting her, when she yelled out to her, because mm-hmm. Kelly recognized Catherine's voice. So now she's going to try to use Kelly's curiosity to their advantage. Cookie, cookie, Kelly, cookie. You know, do the whole thing with your hand. Yeah. You make that dog think you got a cookie or chimp, whatever. While the chimp, the Rasta Beast, comes over to him, it gets... Billy says, I have to get her directly in the heart where the memories are kept. Billy, you're a man of science. What the fuck was that? (laughs) Ugh. Gotta get... the. The heart, because that's where the memories are. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> I, why'd they have, like, I just, Bill, Billy, of all people, you're going to make him say that fucking line? Give that to Rocky. Yeah. Make Rocky say that, and Billy just kind of, like, nod. I'm like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> cool, bro. Yeah. How about I, how about I shoot into her heart, because that's, like, like the the fucking the flow of the circulatory system, you know, like just get it running through her. Like what the fuck? Just the memory of God triggered the memory. I don't know. I don't know what hell. Like uh, wh- you know, I don't blame, I don't blame Winkless. He did them all. Yeah, he did them all. Well, like he, he directed them. Well, he directed this one them all. Was Douglas Sloan. Douglas Sloan. You wrote this. You wrote this. You have no excuse for this. You're you're better than this, Mister Sloan. We've seen better episodes. Out We've of you. seen it. This was this was shit. <laughs> like they shoot. Well, the only neat thing is that Logan does like he holds his hand out and there's like a little like a a slot there on one of its fingers to. to and sh- the football isn't a normal football. It's one of those Nerf ones with the tail, so that it gets the perfect spiral. Yeah. Oh, we didn't say it was. It's a football, by the way. That's a projectile. Yeah. Um. So, when they showed the football, I thought that they were going to introduce a move like the Super Kaku Ranger kick. Because that's how this monster is yeah. defeated. But, no, they just shoot the football into, his heart, into her heart, and she shrinks, and Catherine meets up with her friend Kelly. Uh, Zed starts berating Rita, goes, your plans never work out because you're a shitty villain. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I married you. Uh, and she storms off, and Zed sleeping on the, his metal chair tonight. <laughs> and back at the juice bar, Bulk and Skull have brought in this Rasta man to tell Ernie, "We got your banana thief." <coughs> and they're going over like, "We, we, you know, we, uh, this is 
this is hours of detective work. And and Ernie's like, guys, something I gotta tell you. This is days of 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 uh, scrutinous scouting. You know, Undercover like a, action. Yeah, like uh, there going, are crates of bananas behind Ernie. Yeah. Ernie's like, good news, guys. I found the bananas. Turns out they were just in the freezer. Good Someone got, put them there before they got ruined. Yeah. By the way, the bananas are already ruined. Yeah, they they are smoothie bananas. They are banana bread bananas. Yeah, yeah. They're not eating bananas. So the roster man says, "You'll be hearing from my lawyer, man." Yeah, and from my attorney. My attorney, man. Yeah, yeah. He's he's he's. This is like a Rastafarian accent you would find at like Lowe's. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say Tournament of Kings. <laughs> this is a, like. A Rastafarian accent, you'd find, like, yeah, it is, ew. everything about this was a greasy turd. We get some last-minute last monkey action where Bulk and Skull look sad by the counter because they just racially profiled someone. Yeah. And the chimp comes up and climbs Bulk and kisses him. And Aisha's like, looks like you still got one friend, Bulk. <laughs> End of the episode. Get it the fuck out of my face. The credits are just uh, monkey antics, which are fine because yeah. it's a cute chimp. But yes. People, the monkey doing something funny and people laughing at him and smiling mm-hmm. and having a good time because they weren't expecting it. Yeah, and uh, yeah, that's that. Block, fine. This episode sucked, but. It's a cool down. It's a cool down, yeah. Because next week on our Power Rangers episode, because on our next Power Rangers episode is Master Vile and the Metallic Armor parts one through three. Yeah. Let me tell you. That there are only two episodes of Power Rangers after, of Mighty Morphin Power Rangers after Master Vile and the Metallic Armor. I remember the Metallic Armor being around for a long time. So did I. So did I. Like, I thought that was just... It's five episodes? I thought that was like the last third of season three or something. Was the Metallic Armor, yeah. Yeah. Nope. It's two episodes after the... Yeah. After part three. Yeah, that's surprising. I thought Master Vile was around for 50 episodes. So did I. I thought he was like the big bad of season three, but he's just... He is the big bad of season three well, because he's Mighty Morphin Alien Ranger's big bad. Sure, but I thought like he had... I thought like season one, Rita, season two, Zed, season three, Master Vile. But season three has just been Zed and Rita. Yeah. With a little Master Vile here coming at the end. But um, whatever. I look forward to it. Metallic armor. Look forward to the seeing that side again of the... Shiny, the shiny suits and all that. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, uh, this block was fine. Come down episode, it was pretty shitty, but, like, whatever. The pow- the season three has done such good work that they can, they can, they can grunt out a couple stinkers. I if mean, they want. like, every episode's a come down episode in season one and two. Yeah. So, <laughs> like, besides some of the bigger, bigger deal episodes. Yeah. Uh, season three is wonderful and, we're almost at the end. Yeah. And then we go into 3.5. Crazy. But uh, all in all, decent enough, fun time. Uh, all Catherine Spotlight episodes. They are. So, and I mean, that's important because we didn't get Rock. Rocky didn't get put over until season three. Yeah. The only one of them that got put over in season two was Adam. It was like Tommy episodes, Adam episodes, and that's yeah. it. Yeah, with true. the occasional Kimberly, mm-hmm. and that's a that's about it. Now we've gotten an even amount of spotlight. We've got a new Ranger, so she gets three episodes to herself. Yeah, and then we go to villain spotlight, and the like 
New sto- power. And the story elements. Yeah, yeah. So, all in all, not bad. Pretty happy with it. Big things happening next week. Yeah. So, we want to thank you so much for listening to our show. We bring you new episodes every Monday and Thursday on your favorite podcatcher, and we on all of them. So go get you some. If you like the episode, if you like the show a lot, and you want to support us financially, you can head over to Patreon.com/slash/PowerPlaythrough, where every Friday we are bringing you some new VR Troopers hotness. We also have thirty episodes. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> that's that's what it'd be like for as little as five dollars a month. You can get our three added podcasts every month of another Saban show. We have 30 episodes on there currently of VR Troopers, and we are just dipping our toes right into Mask Rider. Mm-hmm. So if you'd like to, go check that out. We've got one free episode of VR Troopers, and uh, our first episode of Mask Rider is also free. So keep check your toes in and check yeah, it out. Yeah, just, just like a feet on the edge, just dip the big toe. Yeah. See what, a, see what, see what that temperature does for you. See if this is the world you want to live in. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you don't, it's fine, too, because you can get more of us on social media. You can follow us on Twitter and Facebook at P Playthrough, Instagram at Power Playthrough, where our musings are. DM us, add us, do whatever you want, because we here. We, yeah, we're not afraid to interact. Yeah, we look at that. We read everything. Mm-hmm. We want to thank Rainer for the use of our theme song, Power Playthrough. If you want to go get yourself a digital download of that, you can head over to rainer.bandcamp.com. While you're there, go get their new EP. What's it called? Scenery. Scenery. Go get their new EP, Scenery. Get our song. Get all their other songs. Go buy some merch. Yeah. They'll enjoy you. You'll enjoy them, too. <laughs> yes, you will. <laughs> yeah. But they will enjoy Good boys. you. Sexually. Mm. <laughs> we don't have anything get else for you, too. Get some hot chimp. Can you say that one again? Get some hot chimp. Thank you. We don't have anything else for you. <laughs> so we yeah. will see you next time. And as always, may the power protect you.